This summer, from TSDJA Productions and JJ2E Media, comes the full-length horror audio drama, The Camping Trip. This anthology tells three tales that span the decades and unveil vengeful mysteries long forgotten, but ultimately connect to a present-day story. This fully produced audio experience takes you along as three young scouts and their troop leaders spend the last night of their weekend getaway around the fire. And what's a night in the woods without campfire stories? When you go to tsdjaproductions.bandcamp.com and buy the camping trip, you'll receive over two hours of content including the very first bonus episode of the Nerd Blitz with Doom and Fitz podcast. You won't want to miss a moment of the camping trip. Written, edited, directed, and performed by at Fitzman73 and at the Scooby Doom. Available now. Hashtag Graveyard Shade Forever! Hello there, this is Declan Quinn, a.k.a. Old Creaky Knees. And you're listening to Always Bet on Geek. Hi, this is Mike Zapsick from AMC's Comic Book Man, and you're listening to Always Bet on Geek. Wait a minute, didn't Wesley Snipes say that? Didn't Wesley Snipes go to prison? Didn't Wesley Snipes go to prison for tax evasion? Don't bet on black, folks. Been on Geek. Hey, everybody. This is actor, musician, author Scott Schiaffo, known from the films Clerks, Vulgar, Linger, It Eats Are Us, and a myriad of other gack. Want to say, hey, Marshall and Pat, keep rocking it on Always Bet on Geek. Ready to form Voltron! everybody and welcome to always bet on geek with marshall and pat some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill wow you know we should probably just break down and get decent equipment <laughs> yeah but that takes money and i don't know about you but i don't have any <laughs> um maybe this next paycheck i get paid three times next month hang on let me make sure everything's all just try to cut down more on the background and then we can get this started i thought we had already started we started. You just don't even know it. Yes. Yes, my friend. You don't even know what's coming for you. See, that was supposed to kind of sound scary, but that just sounded freaking creepy. Pervy ass bastard. 
Oh my god. So today sucked ass. The sons of bitches. Okay. I'm back. I'm back. Okay, welcome back. <laughs> Wait, were you... <laughs> were you talking the entire time? I was talking, but I knew you were gone. Okay. Because, you know, like the actual, quote, pros, they say never leave dead air, so... I was attempting to try to not leave dead air, even though I edit everything. We're never going to do anything live because there's no p- fucking way that we're going to be able to do that. But uh, Right. So there's never any dead air anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> unless, unless we want it to be. <laughs> but all right. What's up, kind listeners? This is your partner, Marshall. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Always Bet on Geek. How the hell are you? Top of the morning to you. And since you already heard me laughing, howdy, this is your friendly neighborhood co-host. I'm sorry, this is your friendly neighborhood co-partner. Partner? No, we're we're not partners. I don't like that. Across the redneck oasis of Mississippi, coming to you live from the capital city, well, this not live, gonna be I guess. Live, no. Coming to you, yeah. Coming to you. It's live for us, but the, that's not good. <laughs> from the capital city at one thirty in the morning, CST. And this has always been on Geek. That's right. And it's a good thing you're hearing this because we had technical difficulties out the ass. Oh, I don't know who at well, Microsoft. Well, yeah, it's one thirty. Resp- we started at twelve thirty trying to get this shit working. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I don't know who at Microsoft is responsible for the update to Skype, but whoever it is, go fuck what yourself. The fuck did y'all do <laughs> to Skype? <laughs> We've been trying for an uh, honest hour, and then we gave up. And we tried FaceTime, but FaceTime was too weird. And then now we're back on the platform that we used to use before Skype, which is Hangouts by Google. So that's still solid. But whoever is in charge of the update, the current Skype update, you're on my list. You're on the same list as the Red Roof Inn oh my God. in Trenton, New Jersey. Wow, there's a, because there's a what, throwback, callback. <laughs> because what me and Marsh had to go through to be on right now with Skype is ridiculous. Oh, you want to know what? The, the 21st the century. The second time when I went to go be on Comic Book Man, I stayed in the same hotel. And you know, I had issues getting on the freaking internet then too. See? See, it, it, it wasn't a one-off thing. So I am once again assured that my list had merit. <laughs> I have a feeling Ooh. that's not going to make the final <laughs> <laughs> Alright, if you hear us laugh, it's because we had to boop something out. <laughs> I, I may leave the boop in there. I don't know. I haven't done it in a long time. I thought it was funny. <laughs> you you did the, the Red Roofing callback, so it kind of made me think about that. I thought it had to be done, man, because that was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. That's the kind of night it is. Well, I always know I have to have time blocked out because we... We talk I sh- well. I never shut it's up, like, I know. And then and the worst thing, and everybody always tells me this, Beach had to find it out, Jerry had to find it out, Mike had to find it out, Mark had to find it I mean, everybody I talk to on the phone, semi-regularly, you got to tell me bye at least two or three times. Because motherfuckers won't shut the fuck up. You don't want to be an asshole and just hang up on somebody. And I appreciate that. It's really awesome. 
but it's just like <laughs> I mean, you know, I gotta go turns into seventeen minutes, turns into twenty two minutes. You're like, dude, for real, I gotta go. All right, man. And then sometimes I'll start talking and I'll be like, you know what, go I, I forgot about it. see you later. Now all this is true. This is not actually Marsh put on the show. That is actually what happens with our phone calls. Now it's just like clockwork. All right, man, I gotta run. All right, cool. Half an hour later, hey Marsh, really, I got to go. All right, cool. Fifteen minutes later, oh man, Pat, I'm sorry. All right, man, bye. All right, bye, Marsh. I blame that on the on the on smoking. You know that happens sometimes. Just like an hour ago. I specifically didn't smoke at all so that I could start smoking when we podcasted so I just wouldn't be so spacey to begin with. I would at least get some coherent thoughts. But it's right. been an hour now. I don't remember my point either. Well, don't worry. I will Well, I will actually bring us back out of the weeds. So, current Geek Talk, have you seen The Defenders? I, no, of course not. But... Man, this song, even before I got into the show, this song got me pumped up. It's like, it's like the song you played before the best D&D game ever. I don't know, man. I'm going to stop it there because I don't know how long I've been playing it. There is a couple of other... Uh, the Conan the Barbarian soundtrack. That's some That's pretty a good fucking one. epic D and D music. That was a couple, couple of. But at, at the same time, though, like the Game of Thrones soundtrack. Whenever I hear, oh, I've it, never I heard the imagine. soundtrack. I've just heard the first song. Well, I, I bet. Yeah, I bet the theme song. I can imagine a camera going over a map that you made for a game, like. This is the uh, yeah, map of my D and D game. And you can hear that that music playing. So I'm assuming you want to discuss last week's Game of Thrones because <laughs> we could also do that. Oh, I don't know. I just had it paused on the. I forgot until I just looked up. I had it queued, paused on the stupid TV for an hour now. No, but I haven't seen Defenders. Wait, so I mean, have you seen? Yeah, you can tell me about Defenders. I'd be more okay, than happy to okay. listen to it because I haven't seen. Uh, Oh jeez, uh, Iron Fist or Power Man yet? Uh, Luke Cage. I saw the you, I saw the first episode Luke? of Luke Cage, and then yeah. I realized that one episode was one gig of 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 whatever uh, on right. my Wi-Fi. I have a different Wi-Fi now. I'm using my phone. I get ten per phone, so I could listen. But when Natalie comes over, she it's all she does is watch YouTube. So it's hard for me to gauge. Wait, I have unlimited. But it slows me down. No, I'm talking about the no, okay. hotspot. That okay, actually makes that's different than the Wi-Fi. Okay, my right. bad. But I will say, the no spoiler review of the Defenders is it's really good, and every problem that some course, people had issues that. with yeah. the Iron, right the Iron Fist series, well, the Defenders takes the time to fix all those issues. In my opinion, oh, because I like, still haven't heard the only thing, the only five or six opinions that I've heard. Of course, it's all podcasts. Mark Bernard and Kevin Smith both. They were like, they were always, they weren't as impressed with the Iron Fist and then with Defenders too. 
as well, I should say. They were like, yeah, this is cool. And her and him and <sighs> it's him. Okay. And see, I think if you still feel like that after the Defenders, you're just not going to like that character. Because in my, I didn't dislike Iron Fist. I thought it could have been better. Well, I mean, because I love Iron Fist, I, but I, yeah, I don't here's know the, anything about here's the, the, things, the show yet. Here's the things that you haven't seen the show. I expected more Kung Fu action from Iron Fist because he's like one of the best hand-to-hand combatants in the Marvel U and it just was like the dead of a fight scenes were better than the fight scenes in the Iron did Fist show ever, and that did should they not... ever have a number one fighter was that Shang-Chi like in the entire Marvel Universe hand-to-hand oh um, it depends on it depends on who's doing the writing I mean Shang-Chi is the master of Kung Fu but Danny is the immortal Iron Fist like he he knows martial arts that have been lost to the world because you can only learn it in Kung Lun like so it does depend on who's doing the writing like the best Kung Fu martial artist is Shang-Chi he's the master of Kung Fu but you know Danny's still the Iron Fist and then you have to factor in, is it just people who have trained hard? Or do you factor in enhancements like Cap and the Super Soto Serum or Wolverine and his hiding reflexes? I mean, and then there's Moon Knight. Then there's Daredevil, who is actually also one of the top fighters of the Marvel U. So, I mean, it varies. It's, it's a bit more vague with Marvel. With DC, there's a bit more of an actual defined list like at the top it's either Shiva or Richard Dragon or Cassandra Kane. those three tend to exchange the top spot kind of okay. on a regular basis I don't basis. know who they are either any of them Lady Shiva is the most lethal assassin in the DC universe does she have like six arms or something no but she she has assumed that name because to fight her is to fight death that's how good she is in the martial arts. Like she, okay. like she's so good that Batman is like, I would prefer not to fight, <laughs> but I'll still throw down and it will probably end in a draw. But even he's like, uh, no, I would prefer not to fight Shiva. And Cassandra Kane is Lady Shiva's daughter who also has her talent to read your body movements. So each time you move Shiva and Cassandra Kane, who was the second Batgirl, can decipher okay, that's your body. I've heard of that name. Yeah, can decipher your body before you throw a punch and like can already have a defense ready. So, nice. but Richard Dragon is just a damn good fighter. And when Bruce Wayne was walking the earth to become Batman, he actually trained under. Richard Dragon, that's how good he is. And then the number two spot is probably Batman, and the number three spot is probably the Black Canary, because the Black Canary is a badass hand-to-hand combatant too in the DCU. And then Where does the, Deadshot fall in there? Deadshot he's is a hand-to-hand. hand-to-hand. He's, no, he's, he's a guns. yeah, he's a marksman. Like he doesn't miss. Does he? Does he do me- melee or whatever? 
Not um, really. Like I mean, arrow, bows and arrows and stuff, or is it just guns? It's guns. Okay. Like the best. I mean, I, I knew that, but I, I didn't want to yeah. have everything. Pretty much all I know about a lot of those people now at this point, I, I knew a little bit about them, but every, then Suicide Squad, so I actually kind of got to see some of the stuff. Because I, I didn't really know he was that badass, but it might be worse. No, he is. Like, if you put a gun in his hand, you're going to die. I think the only time he's ever missed a target was Batman. Because Batman's just that good. But if you're not the bat, you're going to get a bullet in you somewhere. I forgot if they said that he was, or which one. What's the next movie he's going to be in as Deadshot? The new Batman movie? I heard it was going to be Suicide Squad 2. Okay. I'm not really sure because they actually have changed the yeah, lineup, but I mean like, the, the t- dates on stuff. I mean so. the DCEU is such a mess, and I hate that because those are really good characters and they needed. Uh, I I I hate the mess it is because it didn't have to be like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, well, you know, things happen. And, like, I'm not a hater of the DCEU, as we've discussed before. I love Man of Steel. I really, I really love Batman v Superman, the ultimate edition. The one in the theater, I can understand. But the uncut one, the one that he wanted to show before he was forced to cut back on time, that's a good movie, and I will always defend it. <laughs> And I and I enjoyed. I liked it okay. And I enjoyed the, the Suicide Squad. Yeah, I I don't know if it was you I was talking to about this, but it was on HBO, and every fucking I watched it every time. I saw the Suicide Squad more this month or last month than I think I've seen any movie except for stuff that I've seen in my childhood. And plus, like Star Wars and stuff like that. And what's funny is the one on HBO that you've been seeing is the cut version. There's an extended version that has more Joker and Harley that is actually really good. And it's also, oh, there's also thought, some more stuff. I thought that this, this had a lot in it myself. I guess that's not much. And I really love Wonder Woman. I thought that was a good movie. The scene where she... I haven't seen that yet. That scene where she goes for Wonder Woman, where she climbs up out that trench, man, that is a really... Spectacular superhero interest. Some of that in the trailer, I think, or a, yep, some kind of thing I saw. Yep, they did. But what was I saying? Oh yeah, yeah, I, I derailed you on purpose, but then I forgot. Three times I was trying to bring you back to it, but I completely had forgot what you were talking about when I interrupted you. <laughs> um, it started with the defenders, and I was going on about Iron Fist, and that led to who's uh, the best fighter. Which is a, right. which is a nice, derail. Well done. Yeah. Um, the Defenders Rock. I thought any problem with Danny from the series they fixed, and Marvel themselves know that the series was a problem because they replaced the showrunner, and they never do that. <laughs> but the showrunner for season one is gone, and they've and they've brought in a new person. So I expect better things from Iron Fist season two. And I don't even blame the actor. Like the season one showrunner only gave Finn like a week and a half to two weeks to learn fight 
fight scenes for an entire series, you can't do that. And you can tell that in the in the Defenders, when given enough lead time to actually learn his moves, it was really good. There's a fight scene in a boardroom where I was like, this is Iron Fist. <laughs> this is what I was waiting for in this fucking series. Oh my god. So, and it was good. and it was cool to see him and Luke Cage side by side. I, that's something I've been waiting for since my childhood to see the heroes for hire. Not until I see not until I see the yellow man. But his suit, both of them. Well, they. I mean, there there is he's all like Luke Cage's hoodie always has yellow in it, so they always hint at it. It's always it's. It's cool. Yeah, I know they, they hint it. at it. I'm sure they do. I want to see it. Is that so wrong? One time? What the fuck? Oh, you actually do see him wear the yeah headband. for like a half a second or some shit in a. I don't know. No, it was. I, I haven't yeah, seen it. Yeah, you should. It's it's funny. You wore a big gold headband. Uh, it was silver, but it was silver also in the comics. Silver. That's what I meant. No, I yep, meant silver. gold. I thought it was gold. I was wrong. Silver headband and the silver cuffs and whatnot. <laughs> it's it's an end joke. Like they actually poke fun at it in the episode of Luke Cage. But um Luke Cage is a really good show. All the Marvel Netflix shows have been good and the Defenders oh, joins that pal. Talking about season two. I heard or I read um Kilgrave is going to be in uh, Jessica Jones season two. Yes, but we're thinking it may be like a flashback because who cares? It, I mean, he, David Tennant's back as Kilgrave, baby. Yeah, he's a great bad guy. I don't care if it's a prequel. Is fucking if he came back from the dead. If it was a flashback. If he, she's uh, fucking drunk and imagining it, I don't give a fuck. That dude's awesome. Agreed. Shit, sadly enough, and people might not like it, but Jessica Jones and Kilgrave actually made me go back and watch Doctor Who, which I hadn't done before. <clears throat> and I never even got to David Tent, uh, yeah, his, his Tent's uh, seasons. I, I stopped during Matt Smith's stuff. Well, I only watched like two seasons, but then I got sidetracked and then never went back to it. Well, you know, David came before Matt. Yeah, I know, but someone had told me to start. I did because with I started him. with I started with season five, Matt Smith, and that's why he's still like my favorite doctor. And it was like the perfect jumping on point, in my opinion, for this for the series because it starts with a bang and it just takes you along the journey, and then you learn along with Amy Pond, just who the Doctor is, and it made me want to go back and, dis- and discover more of that world. So, to this day, Matt Smith and is still my favorite Doctor, and his companions, Amy Pond and Rory Williams, are still my, my Who's favorite Who's the chick that was Nebula? That's Amy Pond. She got Yeah, famous. that chick is awesome. Yes, she got famous from Doctor Who, and then she made the jump to, like, Marvel, and then other stuff. Jumanji is next. Yeah, we just went and saw the Emoji movie. 
a couple weekends ago. I've only heard, I've only heard bad things, but as bad as folks have been saying it, because I I get to see one good review. Oh, it wasn't terrible. It was Natalie loved it. It was silly. I mean, kids will like it. I didn't have a problem with it. I was high. I guess I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It really wasn't that bad. Oh. You know how easy I am to please, though. I wouldn't like... I mean, if we had it here, I'd watch it again with her. Well, I just because she likes it. But... I guess to prove my point, what you are saying right now is the first time I've ever heard anybody say anything good about that movie. <laughs> so... <laughs> so there you go. To take her out and do something and for her to enjoy it, thats it's worth the money for me. I mean, it, if she wanted to go back and watch it again, I'd, I'd go watch it again. I'd prefer to wait for the DVD or something, but, you know, no, that, whatever. I mean, that's awesome. I'm just saying, like, you know, you're in rare territory. <laughs> if, there's, if there's nothing on and that's on, I'll watch that. Probably I would just play Minecraft. Fair enough. Okay, so what is your geek news? I did my, and I got derailed into deep geekdom, and then brought back for more geekdom. So, how about you? Do I have geek news? Let's see. Most of my news is revolved around that fucking warehouse that I work at. Actually, there's not much geek shit going on there. I finished editing. I finished editing our podcast for the last episode yesterday and I'll put that out it'll be coming out tomorrow today I hope folks like it I was so low energy because I was so exhausted when we did that one yeah and then the point where we started arguing and I edited all that out it's at the very beginning you'll be able to notice if you pay attention it's like what was it 24 minutes and some odd <laughs> seconds and and then you're like, so comics or something like that. And that's the point where you can tell, you can hear the edit point. I don't. I try to usually take the edit point out, but yeah, I actually heard it, and I was like, yeah, that's fine. So what, whatever, it was pretty funny. Anyway, um, but yeah, I don't know. I was having a crappy night too, so it might have been. Uh, a low energy episode. I didn't want to say that because I always say that, or I used to always say that. Now I just go with it. <laughs> we have fun doing it, I, I, and don't. I, mean, I don't love to edit it, but I mean, you know, I don't have. A, I like editing, so it's it's not a chore at all. It's just I got two Welcome to the Alamos to edit right now. One of them's gonna have to be split in half cause I can't I don't want to have people listening to a fucking three hour podcast or something Jesus Christ that's a, that's a long podcast well, how do y'all talk for that we, long we recorded and talked me and you two can talk for three hours easy but no geek news okay I don't suppose well um we would have more to discuss soon because well I mean I've been it's almost September preacher, but you don't watch a preacher well I do watch Preacher. I just haven't seen this season yet. I've seen well, all of season that's what, one. That's what I'm saying. I just haven't seen you're, season you're, you two. You haven't watched the season, so it's odd that I'm up to date on something that you're not. 
Well, I actually want to sit down and like do binge watch it. I understand. Right. You usually, you usually because like that. Yeah, because that's how I saw season one, and I was like, man, I would have hated to wait, <laughs> wait a week between these episodes. Yeah, it kind of sucked. Wait, you know what? No, I didn't see season one. I, I binge watched it when when AMC showed it. I recorded it. Yeah. And then, but yep. Watching season two, it's all right. It gives me a reason to look forward to Mondays. So I got. Monday Night Raw and uh, Preacher. Then Tuesday is SmackDown. And then Wednesday, Thursday is Editing Days. And then every and every that, single weekday I get two episodes of How I Met Your Mother. It's an awesome show. I just started watching it. And that will be me next month because next around, I guess, September or October is when the CW shows come back. So Monday will be Supergirl, Tuesday will be Flash and Legends, and Wednesday would be Arrow. And somewhere in there is the Black Lightning, but I'm not quite sure what day they're going, they're going to put that on. So I'm looking forward to my superhero shows coming back. And Tuesday is also S.H.I.E.L.D. night. So, so and I've said it before, I'm saying it again, Season 5 of S.H.I.E.L.D. was some of the best superhero TV I've seen. It was just so well written, so well constructed. <laughs> you know all the characters by now. Do you have an application it's... pending? Huh? Are you trying to get a job? <laughs> I mean... Hey, if I'm, if I'm saying all this shit for free, imagine what I would say if they actually paid me. They probably, they probably just blow the person that would pay you. <laughs> You like the writer? Oh god damn. I've been thinking about this a while. Bend over, baby. Uh sir. <laughs> I'm married. I have a wife. I don't give a fuck, dude. Let me see it. Speaking of that, have you seen the drama with Josh Whedon? Uh, did he quit social media? I I would be surprised if he did not after the bomb his ex-wife dropped um i heard about this weeks ago so i don't know if this is new or not no i think it's what you've heard about because well i I didn't hear anything about it i just heard that he quit social media because of negativity or some shit i don't know well if this happened weeks ago then no he may have quit because he knew what was coming but like this like this week his ex-wife dropped this this she read all the receipts as the kids say these days but apparently he's just been a cheating asshole for decades gave his wife like PTSD because he would lie about everything he was doing even though she knew he would lie to her face and after they got divorced a couple of years ago he wrote her a letter like confess it and explain it everything about how you know he never had all these women around them and then like when he became famous for doing Buffy he was like now I was I was a producer with money and all these young needy 
aggressive young women were all around me and like you know <laughs> things happen and apparently according to his ex-wife he had multiple physical and emotional affairs with some of the cast members of his shows and some of the crew members <laughs> and fans and stuff and now I'm just like who on Buffy was he having an affair with who on Angel Firefly 2 Dollhouse the Avengers? I mean, who, what, what? Anyway, it was, it was sad because I thought he was actually a decent person, but that's really fucked up what he did. So, in fact, it's so fucked up, his fan site that's been online for 15 years, when his ex-wife dropped the expose, they shut down in two days going, nope. And if you want to do something for the fans, for the fan community, like we urge you to donate money to like women's shelters or spaces where women can, you know, recover from emotional PTSD. So it's it's been I know some men who have been abused too. We could throw that in just in general. Is it? True, but this is mostly about him. <laughs> yeah. It hurts me to have to shit on anyway. somebody who did stuff that I love so much. I'm not going to stop running uh, running and playing in that role-playing game either. No, of course not. I mean, there's always... There's the art, and then there's the artist, and how it goes... goes well, I'm from getting there. high. I'm just going to smoke that memory away, and I won't have a problem enjoying the stuff that I enjoy. But you're going to have to edit this episode, so you're going to have to hear it again anyway. Thanks for reminding me. I prefer you, man. <laughs> and you learn so much more about the geography every season, because every season there's new... Places. Yeah, they they add they add new stuff as you su- successfully try to change the subject. So <laughs> I'm gonna go with it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yes, like um, Eastwatch. You got too serious, man. Well, I mean, it affected me because you know I'm a big Josh Reader fan, but I guess like his wife, ex wife said, he's not the person you thought he was, and she just wanted folks to know that and you know that's fair damn you made it too serious on this lighthearted podcast man <laughs> we're not always lighthearted man <laughs> I mean that is what's happening currently in the geek world and we're always been on geek so I thought of like a cute hashtag which isn't cute at all it's really stupid and I'm not really suggesting it but it was pretty funny <laughs> Sorry, that was the hard turn we just made to once again <laughs> try to change the subject. So cool. But okay, what's the hashtag? <laughs> it's uh, Geek. Oh, God. Geek Friday for you. GFY. <laughs> what the? No, GFY, oh, not WTF. GFY. Okay, sorry. <laughs>
Oh I'm, f- I'm full of really horrible, horrible <laughs> jokes. I was in the shower and I'm just laughing fucking all by myself and shit. I'm like, man, this is fucking stupid. It sounded worse when I was so, high, so I guess... Are, uh, so are you caught up on Game of Thrones? I mean, come on. Did you not see that shit coming? Wait, 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 wait. Game of Thrones spoilers beyond this point because this podcast is dark and full of terrors. I mean, did you not see that coming? Oh, uh, no, not until he grabbed the javelin. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, shit, he's going to kill the dragon. Oh, shit, he's going to raise a dragon. Because I'll, I'll tell you what happened. The Night King said, fuck this horse riding. <laughs> I'm going to ride me a dragon. I'm getting one right about I'm saying, now. What the fuck? <laughs> Damn. It's some crazy shit, man. I don't know. And it was a red herring because they they built up the harpoon machine, the scorpion, thinking that was going to be the dragon killer. And it was barely an inconvenience. Well, no, if they have, a, if they have it was destroyed. Whenever they finally, when Daenerys finally flies in on King's Landing, however, you know, unless all the dragons are dead and stuff, but they're going to have a bunch of them things. They're going to be... There's going to be a formidable I don't thing th- if they ever make it there. I don't think so, because like Jamie said when he talked to Cersei, I saw the Dothraki fight. They will defeat any army. She doesn't even need her dragons, man. She has That's the Dothraki true. and the Unsullied. It's game over, man. She technically <laughs> doesn't have the Unsullied right now. They're across the world, I guess. The continent. Well, not really, because the the next episode teaser showed the Unsullied had made oh, it back. Fuck you so and your she teasers. has. So I, actually, I mean, so she has her crew. Oddly enough, even though I don't care about spoilers, I don't watch the teasers for the next next week's on anything. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, that's really, really hypocritical. I, like not hypocritical, uh, oxymoronical of me. Because I because I care about. Spoilers, but I will still watch every teaser <laughs> for a show. So well, it's just it's just odd yeah, weird. to do that. I've never even noticed that before. I'll probably start watching teasers now. <laughs> but I mean, either one of those armies could defeat the Lannisters. Well, it's like right now, right her now. only her only weak spot is the sea. But you also don't know, man. That. With the, the, what you call it, the mountain stuff, there's no telling what they got. They might have some crazy evil stuff going on, too. Not not just talking about wildfire, because that's a pretty big equalizer, too. Yeah, but wildfire can't be projected. It can blow stuff up on the ground. I mean... I mean, this isn't really a war. It's the same thing that Jamie tried to tell... Cersei, this isn't a war. The war's already over. If she wanted to, she could destroy us right now. And the only reason she isn't is because she isn't a psychopath. <laughs> if she was like you, dear sister, right, right, we would be dead right, right now. <laughs> but she's not. She's trying to be a good person. And that's why we can even have this conversation. Because <laughs> I saw one dragon destroy our army. And then her savages took care of the rest this isn't a war the war's already over <laughs> it's never a war to begin with 
Oh, man. Uh, yeah. But, like, but, like, Jon Snow said, none of that matters. The whole Game of Thrones, the wheel, yeah, but it doesn't the show, matter. The, show was the Night King, Game of Thrones. The Night King so... is... <laughs> yeah, but the... But the but the entire point of the show is trying to move past the game and break the right, wheel. Yeah, I know. And I'm trying to be funny. Either funny and, and ironic. Uh, uh, so either they break it or the Night King does, but it's got to be broken because he's coming. <laughs> and I have to give Jon Snow credit. He is singularly focused on listen. I don't care. I mean, I care about the North, but when push comes to shove. We need to unite against the dead. <laughs> the Night King does not care about our great games. He's coming to end all life as we know it. That's true. And now she is too. Daenerys. Danny. That was weird that he called her that. That must have been a... a yep. Not a throwback, but a... Shit. Shout out to the fans. I don't remember who it was that started calling her that the first time I saw it was on Twitter though, so... No, I mean she's right. Her brother did call her that. That's where it came from. Because I, I don't even remember season one hardly, except for. uh, No, no, now what's for the fans is this whole, this whole, um, Brienne, and Tormund. That's all for the fans because, the Brienne Tormund thing was never supposed to happen. All of that was improv by the two actors and the writers loved it so much and saw how much the fans loved it that they that they made the it part of the, the story. <laughs> Tormund. The wild oh, God. with the red right. hair. That was all improv because they're friends on set, so they always so they were always improv that but the writers loved it and then the writers saw how much the fans loved it, and they were like, "Well, let's just go with it." <laughs> so they made it part of the story. <laughs> that makes it even funnier. Yeah. And what about? Because I'm like, wow, right? Like they've made what plans. A... <laughs> no, no, they just like, hey, folks, like this, let's go. Um, and what about our girl, Arya? I, I am a rogue Stark, and. If you ever have to explain to somebody about the rogue class in D&D, just tell them it's Arya Stark. She's a rogue with maybe trying to get the... She's got she's got a few levels, man. She's not just a regular-ass rogue. Well, I mean, she's, I mean, she's trying to earn the prestige class of assassin, but she is dressed like a rogue. She moves like one. She has a dagger. She's a rogue. Like she's she, the most she perfect example a of a rogue that I've ever seen. Episodes ago, though, she just had a yeah, but now it fits. <laughs> like the fencing swords, I forgot the name of them. Um, yeah, a rapier. Is, yeah, needle. Needle. I'm really, I really aggravated that fucking Littlefinger set up this whole bullshit to play sister against sister <laughs> little finger and then man. even worse than that Sansa's down with that shit she sent Brienne away so that Brienne wouldn't try to stop her from fucking with Arya yep that was that's hardcore dude 
Yeah. Little fingers got her, man. Cordell. They won't be long. She would have never done that without Littlefinger, man. I'm just afraid because Littlefinger wants fucking Winterfell. He's got to get Arya out of the way, get get all the, the heirs out of the way, and then... Uh, he wants Sansa. Well, right, but which is, if, she, if he which can't is, get her, he'll just kill her like she he did all the others. But through, through Sansa, he can still control the North. Which is actually, when you think about it, disturbing because he also wounded her mother. <laughs> the next best thing, man. Next best thing. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> she looks nothing like her, not even in the slightest, but there's like fan people saying that uh, the Lady of Thorns, is that what her name is in the books? Yeah. That she's there creeping around, so. Lady of Thorns. Um, I forgot the mother's name now. She's um, a White Walker. Caitlin? Caitlin, yeah. Oh, Caitlin, right. She's a right. White Walker, and she's super badass, In the from what I've heard in the books. And whenever... Yes. I oh, forgot, I saw I that. the scene now, but in the background... I, I, yeah, I saw it, yeah. Times. I saw that theory, yeah. The, with the fight, the duel, the sparring yep. match, whatever. Which was also badass. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I wish Littlefinger hadn't seen it. I love Cameron. He's such an awesome dude, but in this show, I just want to pull his eyeballs out. Or pull one out. Oh, pull one right. Out and show it to him. You're the one that told me that I've seen Ferris Buters. They can't. They all a million times. Never made the connection. You know, you know when Cameron I told you was little finger last week, last podcast on the podcast, yeah. And y'all will hear how much that shit blew my mind. I thought, wait, oh my god, when Cameron was in Egypt's land, let my people go. <laughs> I can't believe that motherfucker's little finger. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, man. I'm not going to say Cameron in that song. I'll just say Littlefinger. Because he, he's been Littlefinger a hell of a lot longer than he was Cameron. That's not true. Because he was Cameron from the 80s until now. He only now, did that once, though. Little he's Littlefinger. an ongoing thing. More backstory yeah, makes, but, makes you... That, like... Yeah, da- I mean, David Boreanaz isn't an angel anymore. He's Booth or whatever the dude's name is. That movie is a cult classic. So, for almost like two decades, he was that character. And he's been the new character only for seven, eight years. So, I mean, I guess it depends on how you want to look at it. I mean, there are people born now that would never know about Ferris Bueller or were born in 2000 that don't even know what the fuck we're talking about. So, it can go both ways. It is 17, huh? People that were born yeah. in 2000 might not know what I'm talking about. That, yep. Man, what, why Welcome to the generation gap, man. Do that shit. <laughs> Welcome to the generation gap. No, no young people are going to like, like any of the shit I'm talking about. Dude, my oldest goddaughter is 16, so it's always on my mind because she was born in 2001. <laughs> and that's he's 16 in high school. Damn, what so. makes someone feel old? Hey. <laughs> so is this 
So is this your safe space where everything gets too real? We, we go back to, to the Seven Kingdoms? Maybe. <laughs> well, I have a whole song to play and it's on pause, so I figured that, you know, it doesn't really matter that much, does it? Look at old man, I don't want to talk about it. <clears throat> <laughs> okay, man, sorry. Oh, man. It's hurtful. I, I wish I worked this hard when I was younger instead of fucked off. I'm not going to do the old man speech. I'm sorry. I'll stop there. Oh, I was actually <laughs> waiting for you to <laughs> play the theme song again since you wanted to <laughs> make a clean cut. <laughs> no. I think this episode is going to be an editing fucking nightmare. <laughs> Uh, well, we are almost at the hour mark, so did you want to start start to wrap it I up? I don't know. I don't know if even half of that is going to be in there or not. What is it? 2.21? Jeez. Okay. Well, we talked some geek stuff, I guess. I don't know how much of the yeah, serious I mean, stuff will make the podcast. Cause... But, and it's weird because like, even when you derailed me intentionally... And this led to more geek talk. So oh, I, no, look, I, I do yeah, I look forward. I mean, I look forward to seeing if folks think I'm right about the the top fivers in the DCU because I do think the number one spot goes between those Where three does, characters. Uh, and then number pop in there. Nightwing is a good fighter, but he's more of a acrobat. Like he's, I think he's the world's best acrobat which is impressive but as a fighter he's probably around five or six in my opinion well maybe four no five because i think the black canary is that much better than him and she's a and she's at four no she's at three if you can keep up with pat's list I forgot that the, <laughs> then tell him if he's correct i made not. the list i made the list Initially, at the first part of the podcast, but just so we're clear, the <laughs> so number one spot is, what is either <laughs> no, the the number one spot goes between Shiva, Cassandra, or Richard Dragon. Okay. Number two is the Bat. Number three is the Black Canary. Anything under three is open to vast debate, but I think those <laughs> are the top upper <coughs> echelons. Oh my gosh. But I think those are the top echelons, those top three of hand-to-hand combatants in the DCU. Excellent. And you can find us at AlwaysBetOnGeek on Twitter. <laughs> AlwaysBetOnGeek at gmail.com. Um, Facebook. Like us. Facebook.com slash AlwaysBetOnGeek. Fuck us. Love us. Um, Wait. Sure. We don't have a um, Tumblr. I, we don't have a... We, d- we don't. We have an Instagram, yeah. but I don't think I've checked it in like five months or six yeah, months. Yeah, that's never so. updated. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to the voice of Free Planet X, um, Dan Collins' Hardcore History. Uh, what else have I heard? Um, if you're into politics... D-E-S-D. If you're into politics, Pod Save America. Um... 
Yeah, that's all I've heard so far. Yeah, those are your podcasts, so go for it, man. Give them the shout-out. Don't whisper it. Shout-out. Be proud. I said T-E-S-D a minute ago, but I was actually talking over you, so I know. I'll probably take that away. Oh, and to my three homies who don't even know I exist, three black geeks. You know, you, know, you forgot them last episode. Last episode was, I think, a one-off, because I was really tired. <laughs> so... <laughs> Well, it might have been because we were arguing for 20 minutes at the very beginning of it. I mean, is it really an argument if I'm just the one doing all the branding and you just, like, let me rant and then, you, and then we try and keep on going? And on that note, this has this has been always been on Geek. I have been your friendly neighborhood co-partner, Pat, down have we, here. Have we forgotten something? We've forgotten something, haven't we? Oh, 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 right, right. Sorry. You need to shout out your podcast. Well, that's not what I was talking about. Yeah, go to tellemstevedave.com. You can find your stuff. But that's not what I'm talking about. Mike and Ming and I Sew Comics and Batman <laughs> on Batman. And, well, we started doing it, you know, listen to the Nerd Blitz. But, you know, there's a lot of podcasts on the New Pod World Order. There we dot go. Com. That's what it is. I mean, there's a lot. There's tons. I can't keep up. It sucks. Because these are all my friends. And... You know, I want to listen to people's podcasts, but I can't because I only listen to one, two, sometimes, three, sometimes. You know, if that's not true, I listen to like four or five podcasts. <laughs> Damn. Editing takes a lot of time. I hate my job. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Save me from my job. Okay. Anything. <laughs> okay. Whoever happened this up. I've been your friendly neighborhood co-host, Pat, down here in the capital city of the Magnolia State, up north across the Redneck Oasis is... Who, me? I am Marshall. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Welcome to Always Good on... I'm just joking. <laughs> I'll talk to y'all later. Have a good one. And on that note, we out. New, 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 new,